Crowley Insurance. Can I speak to Mike, please? Yeah, just a minute, please. This is Mike Crowley. Can I help you? Mike, this is Joey Jingola. Joey, how are you? Good. How you doing, sir? Good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. I did one for these out-of-town guys that own apartment complexes locally here. I wasn't going to meet them. I wasn't driving down to them for that account. And so I did a uh, six-minute, I tried to keep it short as possible, six-minute proposal, video proposal for them, going over their stuff. They came back, and they're probably, and they're not millennials. I mean, so they're, they're probably baby boomers. And they said, you know, that was one of the coolest things we've ever seen. You answered questions before we could even ask them all these different things and now he feels like he's built this relationship with me and again i might never meet him but he feels confident that we're going to take care of him who are you really competing with and that was my good buddy mike crowley of crowley insurance in east syracuse new york and first i have to say uh just to be honest i probably have no business being in front of a live microphone today uh fitting that we're going to talk about competition today in some capacity and what you are doing to combat it and or stay ahead of it uh, and I made a trip down last night to InsureTech Columbus. Uh, it's about two and a half-ish, two hours and 20 minutes from my house. Uh, an evening thing, 5 to like 8, 8.30. A uh, little bit late, a little bit of a late night last night. Um, not in the most coherent frames of mind. So if anything just sounds off, that's what I'm blaming it on. I did get a chance to uh, see some familiar faces, shake some hands. Uh, good buddy Matt Simon, former po- oh podcast guest uh, currently on the podcast Matt Simon I got to uh, again hear the the smooth sounds of his voice in person that was fun got to see my buddies uh, from OIA want to send a special thank you to Carrie for some post insure tech tacos spectacular uh, however I do have to say um, while that was a spectacular experience uh, I was a little concerned with the level of adhesion that was on the table little little sticky little sticky but other than that, I think it was, it was okay. Um, and obviously just hanging out with uh, a few of the other crew members over at Ohio Insurance Agents Association. Uh, and some, you know, got to meet some new friends as well. It was a good time. Maybe we'll talk about InsureTech Columbus. Some, I don't know when we'll do it. But again, you know, spent the evening with people that we considered potentially the competition. And so I asked the question, who are you really competing with? And we'll get a foreshadowing. We'll get into that a little bit more. But, you know, this is coming off the heels of, if you remember the last episode Mike was on, episode 127, what do you do differently? And he was talking about his video proposals, and that's kind of the tail end of of that thing, right? He's talking about, he sent this group of guys' his business of, of, you know, landlords of, uh, again, memories, not the sharpest today. You know, they were out of town. They weren't near him. They weren't in driving distance. Count wasn't, you know, maybe big enough. He really didn't specify. I'm assuming the account wasn't big enough to make the trip and or, you know, the way that Mike is set up, he didn't feel it was necessary to make it. All the better, I would say. And you know, he's thinking, yeah, hey, I don't have to. I'm not competing. You know, I, I don't, uh, you know, I'm doing this thing that is separating me entirely from my competition. You know, there's nobody else around me that's doing this thing. And so here's the interesting part, right? So now as we kind of start to adopt some of these things, right? It's it's very easy to get caught up 
in the nobody else in my area is doing that thing. That's like a given, right? I mean, we still haven't even gotten to the point where um, that's a thing, where multiple agents in a town or a city are doing you know, exceptional things when it comes to content and marketing their agency online. I mean, at least, let's put it this way, it probably exists. I know Bell Fountain, Ohio, Carrie Reynolds, the insurance goddess, and my, my buddy Matt Simon, hotbed for insurance blogging. Uh, but, you know, it's not like, it's not a thing that's rampant across, you know, it's not an epidemic. It's not city. It's not something that's not your benchmark anymore. I guess that's what I should say. And it's once, once you've kind of put that in perspective that, listen, that's, it's, it's more of like an assumed thing. Like you just assume that, yes, not that you're better than, or you're above. It's just that can't be an expectation. That cannot be something that you look forward to, um, you know, surpassing because it was never anything really worth stepping over in the first place. And really, all she had to do was just put it out there. So I've become very familiar with the, my local competition on the independent side. I know their agencies. I know the kind of marketing stuff they do. Anybody that's our size or smaller aren't doing anything. They're coasting out. Anybody that's bigger that is trying to get into social media marketing or they're trying to do these other things, the people that are doing them are their personal lines CSR or, or, or somebody else, and you can tell these things. So if I can separate our agency with all of these different tools that just basically show, wow, these guys are different. They really do care. And it's, it's putting what we've done for 65 years basically out there. It's just going to, it could just grow astronomically. Yeah, exactly. Mike, sorry to get ahead of you there in the, in that, but uh, so one quick note. Yes, I have noticed this is interesting. I don't know what the correlation is between this, but CSRs, I do find, you know, some of the the agencies that aren't necessarily a driving force in this, you know, kind of let's do things different and, and put, put it out there. I do notice that oftentimes it is a CSR that is kind of, you know, grabbing the bull by the horns and saying, listen, I'm just going to do this thing. Um, you know, that actually they want, you know, it's like a CSR agent, you know, you know, the hybrid, you know, the, the kind of whatever they're calling them these days, yeah, but they're taking more responsibility. They're more ambitious. They're trying to get, you know, buy-in and they're just seeing what they can do on their own. And like Mike said, like he sees it, it's not coming from the top down that there's not buy-in from leadership. And that you've just got a couple people hodgepodging the thing together, like MacGyvering it and trying to do their best to, to make something happen. And you know, Mike, he's, he's, you know, he holds the title vice president of Crowley insurance. So it's coming, you know, from relatively the top down, uh, you know, of this is how we're going to do business. So it makes things a little bit easier, but you know, like, you know, he said, he's very familiar with what the people in his area are doing to market their agencies. And this is where we say, again, if there's a certain level of things that you're not doing, then, you know, at some point in time, you're going to have a hard time sticking around. Right. Did you hear that virtual intelligence and on-hand VAs actually merge? That's right. I was talking to Michael Cruz and checking out what he has there with his Colombian workers. And I said to him, dude, what's up? You realize you're not a VA, right? He said, what do you mean? I said, you're a VE. Look it up on ChatGPT. I encourage you to do that too. He's got forward-facing VEs. VEs that can answer the phone and take questions 30 days in. You say yes to Michael. I want what you have. In 30 days, that's what he delivers. I said, Michael, this is unbelievable. We're strong in the front, but we're really strong in the back end. You 
provide the external VE for us. We provide the internal VE. I looked at him. I said, buddy, let's do this together. Let's let's do this. And he looked at me and he put out his hand. And like a good, solid Cuban-American, he said, Jason, I'm committed. Let's do it. And that's what we did. We flew to Columbia. We saw his operation. And you need to see it, too. Give us a little click at Virtual Intel. That's with two L's. That's virtualintell.com. Go check us out. See what we're doing. High-quality VEs mixed with technology delivered right into your agency. And you don't have to do all the things that you don't like to do, like hiring, firing, recruiting, recruiting, trying to find processes. Just... There's so much stuff, I can't even say it right. That's right. Virtual Intel. Cast certified. And I don't know the numbers, right? But let's just use what Mike said as an example. You know, if Mike's doing things differently, video proposals, and he's really just trying to deliver as much value up front as he can, build relationships in a different way. If he's the only one in East Syracuse, New York, and beyond, a 50-mile radius, whatever the thing is, right? If he's the only one willing to do that and he's willing to, you know, continue to expand and grow to, to handle, you know, the market that he kind of starts to consume, he said it can grow exponentially, then, yeah, why is it absurd to think that all of the other agencies in his town might go away or a vast majority. I don't think it is. I mean, that's the kind of trimming of the fad that I think we kind of hint at. We kind of just so subtly uh, just kind of mention, you know, in a roundabout way. Not that we're not fat shaming anybody here. Let's hold on before you send letters to somebody organization or anything. And then they send me letters. Not that anybody sends letters anymore. Before you do any of that, that's not like we're not talking literally here, people. We're talking figuratively of, you know, make believe, uh, you know, insurance business operation fat. Okay. I'm sorry. Let's just, let's hold the presses. But it's that mentality that I think we all kind of need to give ourselves a little more credit for. Right. Hey, why not? Why? Why is it absurd to think that if I continue to push, evolve and grow the way that my agency operates, that I might dominate uh, what would seem to be, you know, large area or whatever that is. Right. If it's not a physical area, if it's a if it's a if it's a niche area, whatever that is, like that dominance will become more prominent. I'm rhyming now based on. You know, your competition's willingness and ableness to adapt. The old way of doing insurance sales has always been the shaking hands and, I mean, knocking on doors and and face-to-face appointments. Well, if I can get my face in front of somebody, even though they're buying it online or or over the phone or wherever the the case is, they're going to build that relationship instantly with me. Mike, I couldn't have said it better myself. And in fact, I, I've been saying almost that exact same thing for a very long time, right? It's building that relationship as fast as possible on their, t- on their time, right? This is how can I, uh, Ryan Hanley did an episode of the show. I want to stop talking about that at some point on this show, just because it feels a little incestuous. But anyways, uh, he said speed to value, right? So that's a, that's a fancy way of he's, 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 he's slick with those buzzwords. Um, you know, again, how can you do it as fast as possible? That's a way to do it, right? Building that relationship on demand. You're not there letting them do it when they want to, how they want to all that good stuff, all great things. Um, and all you have to do is put yourself out there. 
All you have to do is be willing to adapt, and all you have to do is be willing to stick with it while you watch your competition not stick to anything. And it's kind of sometimes scary, intimidating, nerve-wracking, whatever, that, you know, to kind of hang out there by yourself and to not really be sure if this is going to work, if it's not going to work. But, you know, again, this is all about being different, separating yourself, and really understanding who you're competing with. Because, again, at some point, who was your competition at one point no longer will be if you elevate yourself beyond a certain point. Because you're just... It's really hard to talk like this and not sound uh, arrogant would probably be a good word. Maybe. I don't know. Just when you've elevated yourself really above a certain, you know, kind of benchmark, right? It's if, if, if they're still kind of doing things that handshake over, you know, actual handshakes and, 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 you know, really kissing babies, then yeah, there's, there's a time and a place for everything, right? Like this, these are, these are kind of examples of things of, of what used to be and what maybe isn't going to be moving forward. And I, I, I'd find it very interesting and strange, um, you know, where we haven't, we've, we've been able to adjust the way that we do business, but we haven't been able to adjust who we're looking at as our competition. And you're saying, well, Joey, fine. You're saying this, you've said it like six times now, stop saying it. I get it. All right, fair enough then who is the competition? Who's the competition that we're, we are up against then? And that's a good question because, you know, at, at some point, you know, you might say that you're going up against the next person, that the next closest person providing that that speed to value, going back to that again, uh, if you will, um, you know, whether it's, you know, if they have to go two states over or what. Um, you know, I know that sometimes, again, for whatever reason, some of the content that we've put out attracts a lot of people in California. Don't do business in California. And I have to tell a lot of people, uh, hey, appreciate you reaching out. Really can't help. Um, you know, but what you really need to do is find an independent agent in California. And I mean, it's California, right? Like, like they're progressive out there. They understand the future. And you would think, I don't know. I mean, you would think that there's somebody out there that they could find, but I'm going to say, this sounds absurd. I've never said this out loud. I don't know why we've gotten to this. Maybe there's not. Because I always say to them, you need to find an agent doing that, right? Maybe there isn't somebody in California. Maybe that's why I'm getting a bunch of people calling me from California that I'm not selling. Ugh. But you know what I'm saying? Like maybe it's maybe again you're not you're 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 again another analogy here. Uh, you're taking yourself out of the bad before it even starts because you're just assuming that somebody else has already beat you to it when in fact you're you're going way faster to that value than anybody else. Uh, you know, within a couple states and it's okay to readjust your competition expectations. Once you've hit a certain level in just your overall business expectations of how you're doing business and when you feel confident, because if you don't, then you're going to end up comparing yourself to somebody that really isn't relevant. Mm -hmm. 